This podcast is intended for adult audiences. Over the age of 18, it contains adult language and situations. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to us, and not of any employer, organization, committee, or other group or individuals. This podcast is not intended to be taken as professional advice. Welcome to the Swing Nation Podcast, a podcast by swingers for swingers, where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn and grow together. Join the nation. Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy. And Southern Girl. In today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about friction. We are. Friction hotel takeovers. We just went to one in Durham, North Carolina. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day wasn't the week. It wasn't St. Patrick's Day, the actual day. It was like the weekend before, but right. they're party. Yeah, which is uh, a little little relevance to that because we happened to attend that same party uh a little over two years ago now. Yeah. So right as the world was shutting down, we had booked this party two years ago. And I was like, we're not going. Right. COVID is taking over the world. I didn't even know the term social distancing because I can remember I kept thinking of it. <laughs> or kept remember like, and I kept asking you, what's that? What's that term? You kept reminding me. But I didn't want to go because I thought like. You the thought world, the world was ending. Yeah, it was ending. Like schools were shutting down and we couldn't go anywhere and we, yeah. there was no groceries and no toilet paper. Well, I hadn't even gotten that far yet. It was like we were like on the edge of it. Right. I like, think it was like we were there. We partied that Saturday and like Sunday they started canceling all the schools. Yeah. Like, so I didn't want to go, but you were like, if the world's shutting down, we are going. Right. We've already paid our money. Right. You Screw have it. a dress. Right. If the apocalypse is about to happen, yeah. we're, we're going to go fuck some people before. Uh, and we did. <laughs> And it was fun. We had a good time. Yeah. I was glad we did it. Like, especially considering, like, literally, like, a week later, you couldn't go anywhere. Was that, that wasn't our first three-way couple experience, was it? Maybe together, yeah. It might have been, huh? Yeah. So we met two couples that we didn't even know. No. And never met before. We ended up Well, we don't know their names. We've never seen them again. <laughs> no. Yeah. Which is not really our style. No. It was different back then. Yeah. Not that it was our style. That was super rare. It was even more rare back then. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah. yeah, it was a good night. It was a good night, and uh, we've it, that was our section second friction party ever that night. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was only our third. So that was the yeah. Last one we so we've been party. wanting to get back since then because we had a really good time. We love the crowd. Um, are just we just haven't been able to make it work. Um, because we actually we had where we used to live. Was closer. It was closer to like the Richmond, Virginia area. And so we could go to their parties more often. And so um, it just kind of finally made worked out where we could start going again. Yeah. So anybody that doesn't know Friction, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Friction is, what Friction Hotel Takeovers are? So Friction is kind of known for being a younger group. I mean, I. I wouldn't say that there's it's all 20-year-olds or all 30-year-olds or anything like that because there definitely is a little bit of everything. But overall, it is known for being a younger crowd, a like more attractive crowd um, because they, they don't approve. Like, so when you go to these hotel takeovers, um, they're all a little different. But with Friction, you have to make an online profile and it has to be reviewed and they um, they either approve or decline you. Yeah. So Friction is a hotel takeover group um, that operates all up and down the East Coast. So yeah. pretty much from Washington, D.C. down to like Georgia. Uh-huh. And I think they even go up into Ohio a little bit. So yeah. uh, but up and up all up and down the south kind of southeast east uh, eastern seaboard. Uh, and they are a, they do advertise is a height and weight proportionate screened group, meaning you have to apply, you have to send them, submit pictures, they screen your photos, and they they reserve the right to approve you or or deny you. Which we have friends that have been de- denied. I mean, which is kind of makes for an awkward conversation when you mention you've been to friction and they're like, oh well, 
we can't. You know, so it kind of makes for an awkward conversation. But yeah, I had never put much thought into that, and, and maybe that's my fault. But uh, well, I think we're much more aware of it now because we are on social media, and like our voices are heard much more than they were when we went two years right, ago. Right, and that's kind of what triggered it for me. So I yeah. posted some pictures from th- that weekend yeah onto facebook and there were several people that were like not several a few a couple when you say pictures you mean pictures of you and i you me and you in front of the friction like yeah we banner. weren't like posting no 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 just no, no, for no, the no, record no, no, we no, were no, not no. posting like pictures <laughs> of right. people partying no no me yeah. and you they had a photo booth area that, yeah. that has a friction background we posted a couple of pictures of us and our friends that yeah. were were gave us permission to post these pictures and yeah. uh but you could see friction parties in the background. Mm-hmm. And there was a few people on Facebook that said we don't support them because they discriminate against bigger body types or something yeah. like that. And I, I never thought of that. Um, well, I, I guess I thought of it, but I just never like, well, really thought about it. Well, I guess maybe we didn't take it seriously because mm-hmm. we didn't have a platform to speak on. Like now we try really hard to teach like equality and that the lifestyle is open to – you know, all sexualities, all body types, all races, all, you know, like. Right. So, so maybe like two years ago when we went, we, that wasn't something that even crossed our mind because right. we, we didn't have a place to speak on it or a voice in it. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. And, and I still, I think I still have mixed feelings because one of the things I like the most about the lifestyle is that it is very much an all inclusive uh, um, group and yeah like what you were saying everybody's welcome doesn't matter your body type doesn't matter your sexual orientation doesn't matter your pay scale you know everybody is welcome in in this community um so with a group like friction who does screen their their members you know i'm not i'm not honestly i'm not even sure how i feel about that like yeah i kind of have mixed emotions like part of me is like that's not okay and then part of me is like well it's their business. They have the right to do whatever they want. And if you don't like it, you don't have to support it. Um, so I kind of go back and forth. I will say, though, when I walked into the club or to the you know ballroom Saturday, or that Saturday night, if no one had told me that they'd screened, I would not have known. Because in my opinion, it was still very much a good representation of the lifestyle. I agree. I think it is, you know, the people that were there maybe are a little younger than average, maybe a little hotter than average. Um, but you still but, had people that were like slightly overweight or, mm-hmm. you know, you had all races, you mm-hmm. know, all heights and sizes. And you, you saw a little bit older people, a little bit younger people. You know, the bulk of, of the, the meat of the group is younger, is hotter. But that doesn't mean that everyone there is drop-dead gorgeous and 27 years old. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> or 30 no. years old. Yeah, so. I think I think that's an accurate um, depiction. And, and you know, we got a chance to meet uh, the owners, um, you know, Lisa and her husband. And they are absolutely amazing people. They are. I don't and, think they're trying to discriminate against anybody. I mm-hmm. think they just are trying to throw quality ha- higher parties. scale quality yeah. parties. And that's what their, their customer base wants. And that's that's what they're they're catering and i don't hate them for that no i I don't they you can't hate them they're super nice people they're super nice well (laughs) yeah they're also gorgeous they are beautiful people as well yeah so hot yeah um like i would yeah (laughs) (laughs) no i agree i'm right there with you i'll just leave it at that Uh, so they're awesome people the the group is awesome everybody that was there was awesome i do understand some of the uh i guess the scrutiny over the the height and weight screen thing but uh um you know, it is what it is. And if you yeah. if you don't like that, then don't then, go. Then don't go to those parties. Yeah. And um, but damn, they throw a good party. They throw a good party. They do. I mean, let's just be honest. Like, <laughs> so first of all, if you've been to any hotel takeover, you know that the hotels are like two star at best. Mm-hmm. Usually, you got a like a cigarette. Some <laughs> like somebody smoked in the room before you. Like it's a little moldy. It's definitely outdated. It's kind of one of those ones you don't want to walk barefoot in. Um, <laughs> That's the typical hotel takeover hotel. It just yeah. is. If you if you are in the lifestyle and you've been to a hotel takeover, you know what we're talking about. Um, these are very nice hotels. They ask us not to give away the brand that they that they go to, but um, so we we will respect that. But it's really it's it's by far you would take your children there you would it's a nice very nice hotel yeah a nicer hotel nicer than i think it's some of the nicest hotels we've 
we've ever stayed in for a swinger um, event. And they are a full hotel takeover. Yeah. Uh, so they take over the entire hotel. This hotel had an indoor pool and mm-hmm. hot tub. And so they were able to take over that whole area. Yeah. Uh, you had know, a bar, Clothing optional, like pool party during the mm-hmm. day. Um, it has a bar, has a restaurant, which is a little bit different because this hotel had a liquor license. You could not bring your own drinks into the uh, the ballroom area or yeah. the restaurant down anywhere downstairs on the yeah, first which floor, is a, a lot different than most hotel takeovers that we have been to. Usually, you bring your tumbler with your drinks in it, and you can pretty much free reign um, anything. Once you got off the elevators, you had to put your cup up. Basically, right. so if, you, um, if you do go to a friction party, just know there is an added expense because you likely will be purchasing yeah, alcohol. Yeah, but like once you head up to the party floor, your floor, you obviously can drink whatever alcohol you brought. Right, you can yeah. bring your alcohol to your room and can have it everywhere, but on the the main floor. Yeah, and I think you know when we went last time, we bought some of those like like small bottles of Fireball, and you would just put one. Like the individuals of Fireball. Keep one in my pocket. Keep one in your pocket. Such a rebel. I know. Lisa, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, it's a good way. Like we would still buy drinks. Right, right, right. But it's like a good way to have like a a shot. shot. Yeah. And you're not like, you're not buying shots from the bar. Right. So if you are interested in Friction, um, their website is frictionparties.com. Yeah. Uh, You do have to go there. You do have to make a profile. You do have to submit photos. Um, and then once you get approved, you have to pay a membership and then and then you can apply to go to their not apply, but you can buy tickets. Yeah. Once you're approved, you can go to all their parties. And so like we were originally pre- approved like three years ago or mm-hmm. more. I don't know when we made our first profile with them. And so we had not been active on their site for two years. And all I had to do was go in and repay. I didn't have to be reapproved right. or anything, which, which probably explains the various body types. Right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, yeah, because if you. And especially with COVID, I'm sure a lot of us have put on a little bit of weight. All our bodies look different three years ago. <laughs> I know, right? So yeah, I mean, it was I, I. We've always spoke very highly of friction. I still speak highly of friction now. I I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other different things about friction than than other hotels that we hadn't mentioned? Um, pretty much the same, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll talk a little bit more about some other things as we go along, but yeah. Yeah. We so, covered the main things. Okay. So we'll we'll get into kind of uh, what our weekend, you know, that's that's the overall view of friction. Uh, if you're interested, if especially if you're on the kind of on the East Coast, it's it's something to definitely look into. Um but we we got there Friday night. Um and we were uh, rushed, is that the word? Well, originally we were going to leave at like noon and then we didn't. It was like a 3 hour for I don't know, I can't remember how long. Um three four hour drive over we didn't get out of the door in the time we wanted and then i think we hit we drove separately because i needed my car to be able to drive home to my house on sunday so we drove separately and i think we hit traffic a few times and then we hadn't ate so we had to stop and get lunch and then once we got into town we had to go to walmart because we broke the ring light we didn't (sighs) have any snacks for the room or drinks it just it felt like it took us all day to get there forever forever and you were anxious i was you were a little like rushing me and like you i was rushing you a little because i just wanted to get there mm-hmm. and you said i think you were like a little stressed out with me and i was a little stressed out with you and so we didn't start off on the best which is trip. honestly that seems like that's how we start a lot of our swinger weekends well like, i feel like there's like so much build up to these weekends uh-huh. like you're waiting you're waiting you got your outfits you got everything <laughs> ready and then it's like it's like go time and you're like rushed all of a sudden yeah. does that make sense yeah. i don't know i just i don't know and i i get high anxiety going into swinger events i, I don't know why I, I do i do every swinger event we go to um I don't know. I have no words to explain why I do that, but I do. No, it's very typical for us to, I don't know, be rushed and be stressed. And when we get stressed, when we get rushed, we bicker a little bit. <laughs> we get crabby. Like most you. married couples do. <laughs> <laughs> but we got there and we checked in and um, we went and grabbed some dinner because we knew we needed to eat and came back. And, um, and it was time for me to like get ready. And... Obviously, you listened to last week's episode. You know I've been struggling a little bit. And, like, I've just switched from, like, these big, bulky sports bras to now, like, smaller, 
not sports bras, but not regular bras, kind of like an in-between. And I didn't, because it was St. Patrick's Day, I wanted to wear a green shirt. And I didn't really have any bras. Like the bras I had were like hot pink and purple. And you, I had, the straps would show. So, I didn't, nothing I had I liked. I was just really, really struggling um, getting ready. And Friday night is just like a meet and greet. So, it's like an unofficial mm-hmm. party. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, most yeah. Friday night. And this is typical, I mean, it's for friction, but this is really for most hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. If you, or hotel takeovers, if you go on a Friday night, they usually have like a, a meet and greet kind of, you know, uh, cocktail hour. Yeah, and Friday night is not a full hotel takeover. So they've got regular families and stuff. So you you know, it's kind of more of like hang out at the bar, just chit chat if you if some if you want something to happen, you would just go up to your room in right. private. And yeah. we, we wanted to meet we wanted to meet the owners. We were kind of looking forward to Dan had, wanted to some, meet though. Some emails back and forth with them, so we were looking forward to meeting them and there was, you know, some things we were trying to do, but mm-hmm. uh yeah, you you I don't know how many outfit changes you did. I don't know. And then you made a, like your typical male comment. You were like, I guess we're not going then or something. No, I think I think like something like, uh, are we ever going or are we ever going to go or I don't know, something like something, that. Something. And I was just like, I'm done. <laughs> and Lacey was already stressed because, you know, the five outfit changes and not feeling comfortable with her, her, her boob situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that was all she wrote. I just said something, something effective. Are we ever going to go to the party tonight? Are we going to, are we going to go to the party tonight or something like that? And she did not like that comment. No, no. I did not. And I was just like, fuck it. We're not going. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so, um, at this point it was 10 o'clock, uh-huh. you know I mean? Yeah. It was kind of it was late. To get late yeah. And so I just, you know, then like I, at one point, I was trying to steam my shirt. I overfilled the steamer. Dan came to help me. The steam came out. It burned his hand, and he was mad at me because I overfilled the steamer. I mean, it was just like a shit show. It was I a mean, giant was just, shit show, yeah. If you're married, <laughs> if one of you has anxiety, I'm sure you can relate. It just was It just was downhill. Mm-hmm. And then you really wanted to still go down. Mm-hmm. And I, what did I say to you? I don't remember. I said, swinging 101, Dan. <laughs> yeah. You don't swing when you're mad at each other. Uh-huh, yeah. And then you were like, well, we can just go down and like mingle and like meet and with no intentions of doing anything, you yeah. know. Um, but at that point, it was just kind of, I was done. Oh, well, Mike and Daphne were on their way there. Yeah. So if you don't know, Mike and Daphne, um, you heard a few podcasts back, we interviewed them during this weekend. Um, they were actually coming into town and they had been going through their week of their family finding out and all that. So we knew that they kind of needed us a little bit and you kept, well, what about them? What about them? So finally I messaged Daphne woman to woman. I was like, look, I'm really struggling with <laughs> I'm, my, I'm having a night. <laughs> I would, cause me and her have, have had like girl conversations where she gets me and I get her. And so I, I felt comfortable being like, I love y'all. But I'm really struggling, and we're just going to stay in tonight. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I 100% get it. I love you. We'll see you in the morning. And I was like, okay. So we finally just went to bed and called it a night. We had coffee first. Well, we always have coffee. So we went through all that. We fought. We I cried. We had coffee mm-hmm. because that's what we do. Well, I think that's probably the first time we've ever not – gone to you know what i mean like not yeah we've had disagreements before uh-huh. but we've always like got it together and uh-huh. still win yeah um but we didn't that not night. that it was a bit i mean like it you really said, it was wasn't. just a, a meet and greet kind of thing but yeah. yeah it was just like a husband and wife like she's stressed he's frustrated kind of situation so friday night was a wash <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because it was usually we don't get friday nights right yeah because of Kids and dogs, and and we usually don't do two nights. We only do one night, ninety nine percent of the time. And then I think that was part of my frustration. Was like, well, if we weren't even going to do anything tonight, like, why did we? We could have just came here tomorrow during the day. Because we got a comfy bed to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, Friday night was a giant clusterfuck. It was. Um, We tried, we failed miserably. The good news is we were there, and we got there, and we got unpacked, and yeah, at least we're where we needed to be for the next day. Yeah. So we woke. We got up the next morning. We got ready and we went and had lunch with Daphne and Mike, which was really nice. Um, like I said, we hadn't seen them since well, we saw them at Valentine's Day, but it was a Valentine's Day party. But we really hadn't had a lot of one on one time with them since they really 
decided to go to TikTok and start, you know, sharing their message and since they'd been outed and stuff. So it was a really, I mean, we were probably, we went to Hooters for lunch. We were probably there a few hours. Yeah. And, and I think that's a good point because, because of all the chaos of TikTok and the swinger society. And, you know, usually when we go somewhere, it's a group of, you know, 10 couples or more. It's like a crazy tornado of a weekend. Right. We usually, we don't get a lot of time to spend with our friends, like one-on-one and dinner Mm -hmm. and conversation. So that, I, I, that was a highlight for me for the weekend was to actually be able to connect with them and conversate with them without there being a bunch of chaos. And it was nice because we could be like, we were a shit show last night. We were really <laughs> sorry. And they were like. They were just laughing at They us. were like, we get it. Yeah. We were a shit show sometimes yeah. too. So it was yeah. really nice to just like, I don't know, this whole TikTok like swinging influencer role. It's really hard to like, you can't just like call up your best friend and be like, this is what I'm going through like your normal vanilla friend. So it's really nice that these, it's really nice that you can have these friends that are public like we are, that you could just like kind of sit down and be like, oh my God, this is what I'm going through. And they can relate. Um, I I really enjoyed our lunch. Yeah. And I think that's, that, that's a good, you know, I think that's why we connect with the swing talk couple so much is because they are all going through the same things that we're going through. Uh, and to be able to have those conversations with them and, and talk to them. And, I mean, um, Daphne and Mike are, like, we've been friends with them for over two years now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and knowing what they've been going through and being able to kind of talk to them and have those conversations with them, it was definitely um, nice to be able to do that. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I really enjoyed um, lunch. So, after lunch, we um, went back to our – back to the hotel. And at this point, it's full-on – hotel takeover time like all the families are out in order to be in the hotel you have to be like with the party Mm -hmm. and so there was people in the hot tub in the pool so we went we went out to the hot tub in the pool and i swear we like walked we were fully clothed we like walked in and everybody's like staring at us (laughs) like who are y'all and so we were like we're going to change we're going down and dan's like we have to record the podcast. <laughs> so we were like ready for the fun. But yeah. I was super glad that we actually paused and recorded the podcast with them because a lot of people have reached out to us and said how much they love that podcast. And somebody actually recommended that we do like a follow up to that podcast in a few months to kind of see like how they are a few months in. So I think that would be an awesome idea. I love that idea. Yeah. You know, and again, Thank you, Daphne and Mike, for being for sitting down with us and talking, you know, talking through that, because, I mean, you know, if you've never experienced that, if you've never been outed by, you know, your friends and family, you know, I get it. We're on TikTok. We've kind of done this to ourselves. But um, that is an emotional time. Um, It is. And we have a a few friends going through that now. We even have another friend right now, like Uh today was outed. Um, So it seems to be like every week or two or you know somebody else is going through it so i don't know i thought that it was i thought it was a really good podcast for people because even though you're not putting yourself on tiktok um you can still be outed a hundred percent um so i think it was a really good podcast for people to hear yeah i mean there you know we've talked about it before there are ways to be discreet in this lifestyle Mm -hmm. um but if you enter the lifestyle in the back of your mind you have to know that there's there's always a chance that somebody's going to find out. Yeah. Um. You know, and, and it seems to be like usually when people find out, it's because you you out yourself in some way. You know, yeah. like you, you use a a lifestyle account somehow. You, you know, your vanilla people yeah. find it, or you know, you whatever know, the case. Very may be. rarely do you hear of like another lifestyle person outing an, like another lifestyle person. Right. Like I, I think that happens, but it's not the norm. Yeah. The norm is somebody slips up and leaves whatever a ticket or uh you know yeah a purchase on a card uh you yeah. know they they follow the follow family with the wrong facebook account mm-hmm. you know something like that yeah. and they they slip up and, and people find out about it yeah. uh definitely if you make tiktoks and start posting videos <laughs> online that is it's not really it. a slip up but uh it, it definitely <laughs> will get you yeah get you uh discovered by your family and friends and even though you know i think we've talked about it and we talked about this with, with mike and daphne and we're talking about this with you know some of our friends now is you can't really ever mentally prepare yourself 
you know, yeah. you can say, oh, it's going to be okay. And oh. then when you see that, that phone call pop up and it says like mom or dad or whoever is important in your life. And you know that that's what that phone call is about. It is so hard. It is beyond hard. Um, it's just a whole nother level. It's something that you can't really explain. Yeah. And, and you don't know how they're going to react. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think we've seen, you know, the whole gambit, right. From mm -hmm. people trying to do interventions to people, um, disowning. disowning people to people supporting people. I yeah. mean, you really have no idea how your family um, is going to. I mean, you, maybe if you know your family, you you might yeah, personally have an idea. Yeah, but some people is surprising. Like you, mm -hmm. like like Daphne's father loving her regardless, and he was a pastor. I mean, right. you, you like that would that's kind of surprising to me. I mean, but you get all kind. You get very in various reactions from different people. Yeah. So anyway, we sat down with them. Um, they they shared kind of their their story with us, which was amazing, and we appreciate it, guys. Um, and then it was time to change and head down to the pool party. Yeah. But I think before we get that. Oh, we want to take a break. Let's take a little break. Okay. And uh, have a word from our sponsors. Okay. Sound good? Mm -hmm. All right. We'll be right back. Okay. Bye. The Swing Nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe. Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro, SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey. With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area. We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts. So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for SDC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation SDC group and send us a message. Welcome back. Yeah, so now it's time to go to the pool. So you do not bring a swimsuit, which is totally fine for a hotel takeover because really you don't need it. Right. I and I guess that's why I didn't bring it cuz <laughs> I don't I think the last time we were at, at Friction, we did the pool after the ball. We did and we just dropped and our dresses. And we literally just got naked yeah. and jumped in. And so I think maybe in my head that's the way I thought the events were going to go, so I was yeah. like, uh, I don't need a yeah. But this was like, hey, we have some time before the ballroom. Let's go down to the pool. Yeah, so you just put your boxers on, your cowboy boots. And I have my leopard, or my uh, leprechaun. leprechaun jacket. I have like a, yeah. a sweater that when you zip it up, yeah. you look like a leprechaun. So here's kind of where a little bit more of my anxiety came back in. <laughs> I changed like five times uh -huh. because I had to wear a bikini top. Really, I shouldn't be in like a pool. I mean, I, w I knew it wasn't going to be like swimming laps. So that, <laughs> that really wasn't a worry, but I... I can't just go around without a top on at this point. No, right. Normal me would just been like a thong, you know, or nothing at all. Right. Thong and boobs out is your typical, your, your outfit for yeah, a, that's, a lifestyle pool party. That's, I like having bottoms on. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, typically I'm, you know, topless with the thong. Um, but because I couldn't go topless, I just was trying to wear a bikini top and then without a bottom, I don't know. It was weird, but I finally just said, "Screw it." I think you ended up in a sports bra and like PJ shorts. Yeah, if I remember correctly, you're right. After you changed like sixteen cute, times, but it was cute. It was cute. So, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, you're right. So we head down, and first of all, we got in trouble for having our tumblers. We brought our tumblers with know. drinks in them. Because we didn't know, I think we knew you couldn't have drinks in the ballroom, but I didn't know you couldn't have them in the pool area. Yeah, so. Uh, so the security was like, you can't have those tumblers. Yeah. And then he also was like, and we're pl closing the pool in like 10 minutes. Yeah, so we were like, and then we looked over at the bar and it almost looked like 
a meet and greet like right. a, again. Like, like people were drinking and people socializing. People were eating and drinking in the bar restaurant area. So we just ran back up very quickly. Dan threw on his jeans. I threw on my jeans. I put like a cute little crop top on and some flip flops and we headed back down. Right. I, mean, I think the, the idea at this point was we'll get food. We'll have a few drinks. We'll mingle. Come back up and change, and then we'll yeah. go to the the party. And we actually had some friends that we knew from Lifestyle Connections hotel takeovers that were there. Actually, two different couples. We'll call them the Charlotte couple. Mm-hmm. I think is what we decided on. Mm-hmm. And then um, CNB. CNB. Yeah. Um. So they were both there. So we kind of found a table. They were already kind of sitting and chatting and well, stuff. CNB were at the table, but we couldn't find Charlotte couple or Mike and Daphne. Oh yeah. So. But we somehow sat there, and then all of a sudden, here comes Mike and Daphne. She has no clothes on because she didn't she had bring a robe a, on. Oh yeah, she didn't bring a swimsuit. And she's like, "I'm gonna kill you." I've been in that hot tub, but that's naked. Yeah. yeah, and I thought you were coming, and I was like, "Well, I was," but they wouldn't let me in because they said that they were closing. So they were in there. We just right. didn't. Know. Somehow they had got in. They got, they managed to slip their way past security yeah, and got I guess in. Yes, so so. She ran up, changed clothes, and then we... Well, I think they went back to the hot tub, and then they got kicked out like five minutes later because they were closing. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I don't know that. But either way, yeah. Yeah. But they went and changed clothes real quick, and then we um, we all had dinner together. Um, well, I say that. All of us but you. What do you mean all of us? But I was there. You were not there. Yeah. <laughs> you were smoothing it up with the owner friction. Yeah. So we all went and get got to get dinner, and uh, the owners of friction were down there checking in people by the front door. Yeah. Uh, and so we had. So Dan was like her co-host, like sitting yeah. at the table with her. So I went over there to have a conversation with her, and I, it ended up being a longer conversation. I think. Like I, I brought your food to your table. <laughs> she, probably there for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, "Go eat with your wife." Like, <laughs> I, I slightly think you were getting on her. <laughs> really? You think I was? <laughs> I mean, maybe a little, I like an so. hour. Maybe she liked me. I think. I mean, I do think she liked you, but I think. <laughs> I think she was just trying to work, and you were like trying to network. And right. It was cute. I enjoyed watching you with her, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. Did you have ulterior motives? Uh, no, I mean honestly, I just wanted. I mean, I was in. You know, I was asking her questions about the group and how yeah. they started, and yeah. like, I was genuinely totally curious about. It. Oh, she's gorgeous! Uh, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> and her husband was. She's as got well. my number. Hit me up, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we all laughed at you at the table. We were like. Dan, always working, <laughs> always working. <laughs> but it was cute. It was so neat. So we literally hung out down there until like it was time to get ready. And like, like we were all pretty much ready because I had showered and washed and dried my hair and everything. So really, it was just a matter of like changing into my outfit and freshening up for me. You just, you know, I'll do what just, I do. Yeah, you just do it. Jeans do. and a and a uh, sports jacket. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So we had a nice dinner with all of our friends. Um, you know, I got to talk to to Lisa a little bit, and they had an interesting story. You know, he they had kind of they started that group the friction because they were sick of going to shitty parties. Essentially, they yeah. were like, we were sick of moldy hotel rooms yeah. and, and, and crappy I can locations. I kind of relate to that because I feel like every time we do like a review of a hotel takeover, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if they could have this from this area and mm-hmm. this from that area, and then. I feel like if we could combine all the best of them, we uh-huh. could probably make like the world's greatest hotel takeover. Yeah. And, and I asked like, how do you get these nicer hotels? And she's like, I just go in and talk to people. Like yeah. I just walk in and but start having conversations. Of, and She is kind of a badass. Like mm-hmm. she is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You know, she kind of comes across as like super confident. So I could see her walking in and being like, right. There are probably conversations that she can have with people that, other people just could never even get in the door yeah. to have those yeah. conversations. Yeah. yeah. Just because of her. She looks like she belongs. Does that make uh, sense? Right. Like, yeah. I don't know how, I mean, I don't mean that negatively. Well, she's just a well put together. She's yeah. attractive. She dresses well. She's, you know, she has that businesswoman kind of, mm-hmm. but with a little sex appeal. Yeah. Like a, like a boss ass bitch. Like, like a, you know, yeah. sexy, like a yeah. sexy boss. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I get, I totally get it. Yeah. yeah I think she's just not afraid to, to, to have those. Good like, for to, her. Yeah. And so Good for her. obviously it works out. I mean, Friction is a very successful group and they're, they're in a lot of nice hotels across the Eastern seaboard and, mm-hmm. uh, they're doing good things. And I was like, why Why is Friction not nationwide yet? And she's like, well. <laughs> you asked him that. Did I? Yeah, yeah it was him. And uh, they were like, well, we'll see. That's a good maybe, question. <laughs> maybe one day. Yeah. yeah. 
So mm-hmm. they were really nice. I enjoyed them. Super um, nice people. Yeah. So we basically changed, got ready. Um, Daphne and Mike came and we made a few TikToks. We were, again, we are always rushed when it comes <laughs> to going to the club. Like, just like the Friday night, I feel like we have like 32 minutes and we got to be downstairs, downstairs, downstairs. You know, and do you agree? It's The like, funny thing is I, I feel like some of it's self-imposed. Oh, it totally When, we, when is. we went down there, like we could, totally could have been 30 or 45 minutes later. Oh, And, and it wouldn't times. have been a, it wouldn't have been an but issue. But we wait till the last <laughs> minute because we're having fun. And then we get up there and we're like, oh. <gasps> Oh shit! And we're like throwing stuff and grabbing stuff. Yeah. Like we do it every every single party, every hotel takeover, every club, whatever it is, we do it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, it's just it's how we live our lives. I guess so. Maybe we like to live our lives on the edge a little. <laughs> yeah. So we we hurried up. We got ready. I wore a green sparkly dress. You, how, how many outfit changes did you do? This I just time? did one. You knew you were solid I knew what on I was that, but you, you had a few dresses, right? I did. I brought three. I'm pretty sure you tried on the other ones at least. No, I didn't. You didn't even try them on? No. Wow. I didn't. I knew I, well, actually it was a romper that I wore. I don't think it was a dress, but um, because of my boobs, I had pre-tried on everything and I felt the most confident in that one. I brought the other two just in case, but I pretty much knew that that was the one I was going to go with. Right. So. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Mike and Daphne did come to the room. We were mm-hmm. able to do some TikToks. Mm-hmm. You guys took some pictures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see that's all on our TikTok and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. those have all been posted. Um, so, and then we headed down, mm-hmm. which was fun. It was a light crowd at first. It was, yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize it, but the ballroom is not super huge. And I thought I saw that there was like 300 couples going or something like on the RSVP list. I think when I, when I was talking to uh, Lisa, I think she said there was like two, two, 250 couples. I didn't feel like there was that many people there. It didn't there. feel like there was that many. But there were people in the ballroom. There were people that never even went in the ballroom. There were people in the bar area that never. I don't think they ever even went well, like, to the ballroom. Lifestyle Connection, it's so there, it's so jam. It's like a party mm-hmm. in there. And it's yeah. so jam-packed. Like mm-hmm. you're sweating because like everybody's down there partying. And I just didn't feel feel that way no i i agree um you know uh the uh friction ballroom is is nicer yeah it, it had it had air conditioning um <laughs> lifestyle connection says air conditioning it just is, there's a lot of people it's in a always a million area. degrees in it there. is you're always degrees. dying in the lifestyle connections you ballroom. Are. You are. Uh, this one was comfortable all night um uh, mm-hmm. but uh it didn't have i mean the dj was good the dj was good mm-hmm. um but it didn't you're right it didn't have i don't know it just didn't have as much party you know like yeah. it didn't have the same energy that's what i'm looking for yeah yeah you're right i mean i feel like everybody at lifestyle connections is on the dance floor we're all like touching and close and da- i don't know it felt a little bit more spaced out i mean it was everybody there was gorgeous there was a cage there was a stripper pole um there were little tables that you could kind of like stand out with your drinks um like, we were kind of one of the first ones to dance, I think, though, right? I think we, yeah, I think our group, like, when we walked in, you know, me, you, uh, Daphne, Daddy Mike, uh, the Charlotte couple, and, and, um, and, um, BNC. BNC, we went straight to the dance floor, and I think we were the first couples out there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it very quickly, people, other people, oh, came yeah, out like, it wasn't that. like we were, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. If you want me to be honest, I, I thought that the DJ dance area, I felt like it was better, like in my memory. I like if somebody would ask me, I was like, "Oh my god, it's awesome." Mm-hmm. Maybe that's because we have more experience now, right? But I, it was, it was good. Uh-huh. It was good, but I liked the vibe, lifestyle connection, um, dance party area a little bit more. Yeah. So the vibe one, I think. 100 percent they had the dj is the best awesome. dj the best light the best sound mm-hmm. um you know and they have a little bit of an advantage because i think they can keep some of that stuff there and yeah they don't, they don't have to set it up every time um although this was probably the nicest ballroom with the yeah. best air conditioning and the but best, it kind of seemed very overall. cookie cutter like almost yeah. like a 
like a company party right. or does that make sense? Like no. what I'm trying to say? No, you're right. Like yeah, you maybe throw up more a of like a, a holiday party than necessarily a swingers party, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can I can see that. The the space, the place it has potential. It definitely did the job. Like everybody was dancing. It was fun. It, you know, there was nothing really wrong with it. I'm just being critical and comparing it to some of the others that I think maybe have a leg up there. Yeah, I don't think it had as much like decorations and decor. It did kind of seem like you were in a hall, yeah. you know, like in a hotel ballroom. Yeah. Um, and it, it just didn't, I don't know. They're just the, the people. I don't know if it's the people. They're just, there wasn't the same energy that you get like at LLC mm-hmm. or at Vibe. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it just was that group that weekend. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the vibe was, but, uh, it, there definitely wasn't the same level of energy we've had in other places, mm-hmm. but by far the nicest, <laughs> nicest accommodations. For sure. Yeah. Hands down. Like, I don't know. I'd almost rather sleep in a better hotel and have okay music <laughs> than have amazing music and like worry about the carpet. Uh-huh. I don't know. I uh-huh. guess it depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. No, I, I it was it was it was still a great great experience. Oh, for sure. It was a great night. It was a great fun time. But yeah, so there is, you know, your DJ, your stripper pole, your cage. I think there's like is there two cages or one I don't remember. There's just one. Okay, one cage and one ball. Yeah. And then right outside the ballroom is another bar. So, like, kind of one that they've set up. And there's right. um, for the event. And then there's, like, a water station. So, you could come out and get water. And then, like, a photo booth area, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Because it kind of gives you an opportunity to use your phone and take pictures in a safe place where, right. you know, no one's Right. So, if no you want to take pictures worried. with your friends and things like that, there's a nice backdrop where you don't have yeah. to you don't worry about getting people in the picture and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, correct. So, I mean, it was pretty good. I will say that um, everybody dresses like kind of amazing at yeah. friction parties. Um, it, it's a little bit more risque. So most hotel takeovers that I've ever been to, like you wear more of like a party dress. Like club wear. Like yeah. club wear down Sexy, to, maybe a short skirt, <laughs> a little a little extra sexy. but Yeah, um, down to the ballroom. And then by the time when you move up to like the party floor, wherever the after party is, you kind of change into your lingerie or something a little bit more revealing. Where this, I guess because it is a younger crowd, a lot of it is almost like what I would like, what people that go to raves or like festivals mm-hmm. um, would wear. I mean, like we're talking pasties and a thong. Right. Pasties, like, yeah, a thong, a G-string, and like a tutu. Was yeah. Like, <laughs> it was like yeah. the girls' outfits for... Yeah, glitter, <laughs> body glitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, they all were beautiful. Mm-hmm. I felt a little, a little bit overdressed a couple of times. I mean, but don't get me wrong. There was plenty of people. There's plenty yeah. of people dressed the way that I was dressed. I guess maybe I was a little envious because I wanted to look like that and dress like that. Yeah. They were hot. There were some like people there that were kind of intimidating hot. Right. Would you agree? Could have, could have been on a magazine type of hot sure. couples. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I and the men, I thought, were pretty much the same at every other hotel takeover. Jeans. You had jeans and like a St. Patrick's Day T-shirt, and you were fine. You wore your sports coat over it for a bit, mm-hmm. and then yeah. might have lost that yeah. at some point. I so. think I did, yeah. But it was a good, it was a good time. I mean, I enjoyed that crowd, and we stayed down there for a while. Well, I think we were, it was around till around midnight, and uh, yeah, we we danced. So uh, like from nine to midnight. Uh, Daddy Mike rock, rocked a stripper pole there for a while. I think I think he took his butt out. <laughs> I think he pulled his pants down and removed his butt crack on the stripper pole. Yeah. I don't think we never got in the did you, <laughs> No, I never no got cage. in the cage. No. No cage, no stripper pole for me. No. I lumped it out this time. Yeah. Um, but there was a few girls there that had like mad skills on the pole. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fun. We danced, we took shots. It was a good time. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then as is kind of typical for these type of events around midnight. Uh, we found our way up to the, uh, what the, I guess what you call the party floor. Yeah. Well, first we went by our rooms and we changed. Um, I can't wear lingerie quite yet because I still don't feel a hundred percent confident. So I had, I knew that going in. So I wore fishnets and some like little booty shorts and like a cute St. Patrick's Day top that said 69% Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was sexy though. I mean, the fishnets and the, the yeah. I mean, and... I knew that going in that I would probably not. I br- did bring the lingerie in case, but I knew that I probably wouldn't want to wear it. Um, so um, I was glad that I 
plan that out and had an alternative that was still really cute and I still felt sexy. Um, so that worked out good. You rocked your cowboy boots. You're right. Boxers. Yes. And some green Elton John-ish sunglasses. Yep. Um, they were mine. Mm-hmm. You popped the green lenses out of them. It was and- too dark with the green lenses <laughs> in the dark, yeah. <laughs> and you just like rocked it. We ended up, so the no. Charlotte couple was across the hall from us. Mm-hmm. And they were like going to bed. Right. So we came up to change and we're like, mm-hmm. hey, guys, we're going to change. And then we're going to go up to the, whatever, the fourth floor, whatever we're supposed to party for. And mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, okay. And so then we changed and then we're like, <laughs> I went to go find them. And he was in bed. He was, and you just like, I guess you were just feeling really good. I don't know because if I have enough shots of fireball or what. The, I don't the know. Case but you were like, come on, get some boxers. <laughs> get some boxers on, get some cowboy boots. He's like, I don't have cowboy boots. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess you can put your regular shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite funny because they are um, a new couple in the lifestyle, just like a little backstory. And they started coming to our events and parties and stuff, and we met them. And they come to a lot of them uh-huh. now, and they've never swamped. They just love the atmosphere, and they're working their way. Eventually, they'll right. get there. Yeah. Um, but that's really cool because it shows people that you don't have to, like, full swap to, like, have a good time. To have a good time. Right. Um, so they finally, we got him up, got him, you know, got him some clothes on and got him going. And we went to the party floor. Yeah. And uh, so the party floor was, you know, people have their doors open. Some people have their doors closed. Uh, we found the the kink room. And that was quite the quite the kink room. It, it, yeah. You know, why do the dungeon people take themselves so damn serious? <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean? You know what I mean. Like, right. I feel like the people that, like, oversee the kink areas or dungeons. We were trying to joke with her and she was not having she it. She was not having she, it. I don't think she even cracked a smile. She was like... <laughs> How can I help you? And Daddy Mike was like, of course, being Daddy Mike. I was like, where do you put this? Or, you know, and she was just like, who the fuck are these Yeah, people? she was not impressed. Yeah. Not at all. But, you know, like, I feel like like all those dungeon masters or whatever you call them, they're just, I don't know. I feel like they take themselves too serious. They very are very structured and, like, very serious. Yeah. But I guess when you're playing with those type of things and potential of hurting people, yeah. maybe you have to be. Yeah. I get it, but. She was not having it. Right. And they had a, a Sibian, a couple Sibians in there. They had yeah. the St. Andrew's crosses, a bunch of, I don't know, tie-up places. Yeah. They had, she had every toy that you could yeah. ima- imagine in there. Big toys, small yeah. toys. I was trying to talk some of the girls into trying the Sibian. Nobody wanted to do it. I would have done it. Yeah. Um, but we have we had done that in a previous hotel takeover, mm-hmm. and it pretty much wiped me out for the whole night. Right. Um, yeah. If you've never had the opportunity of doing a Sibian, I suggest it, ladies. It's a good time. But, yeah. like, for Dan, maybe not, because <laughs> I was, like, ready for to go to bed and right. call it a night. Yeah, the one time you did try a Sibian at a hotel takeover, you were, I think, in the bed, like, within an hour. Yeah, yeah. I was sleeping. I had came. I was good. I was ready for a nap. Yeah. But uh, nobody nobody volunteered for that. Not in our group, no. Uh, so we just kind of... Wandered the, the party floor. It was kind of curvy. Curvy. <laughs> Went around corners. Yeah. You were how many fireball shots in at this point? <laughs> well, I guess like when you think of hotel squared corners. Okay. <laughs> There's no curves. <laughs> there was wings of the hotel, <laughs> and to go down the wing, you had to no, take a right. No, like some a hotels is just degree. like one straight right. hallway. Right. This so one, you can see from the front to the end, and you right. can see all the people and all the things. <laughs> this was like you had turned. When I meant like like a snake, like you had to turn corners. And no, go. it was just a right angle. It wasn't. Okay. There was no snake. Okay. Well, you had to make a right angle. It might have looked like a snake to you, but I, I swear it was. <laughs> It was straight. Regardless, lines. you didn't know what was ahead of you. So you would like turn and you would see more and then you'd turn and see more. And so um <laughs> I love your memory of it. <laughs> hey, I was not that drunk. I I didn't think so, but now now I'm wondering. <laughs> so this is the very first time I've seen an indoor slip and slide. Yeah. Yeah, there was a slip and slide taped to the uh taped to the floor, which seems a little you know, for such a nice hotel room <laughs> or hotel, 
seems a little risky because they what were dumping they, lube on it. I was think. it lube? Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. I knew they were putting yeah, they stuff were on it. Yeah, they were straight putting lube or something, or baby oil like or something. 30, 40 <laughs> yeah. year old. I mean, I'm sure there were some 20s throwing themselves onto the ground and <laughs> to slide. slide down the hotel hallway. <laughs> it was definitely a first for me. Yeah, I, ne- I had never seen an indoor slip and slide in a hotel. Me either. Again, great, amazing. Surprised it was at that hotel and not at some of the others. <laughs> yeah, I could see it at an LSD party or yeah, a vibe yeah. party yeah. or something like that, but uh-huh. like not, not at a, a friction. No. I was really shocked. <laughs> yeah. um, that's the first for me. Um, I didn't care for the party for that much. It seemed like a frat house. Yeah, it just was. There was a lot going on. Um, a lot of rooms were closed. You know, like yeah, I don't know. It, it just, didn't seem to be a clear like where do you go to party. You know, yeah, I it wasn't. I don't know. We obviously as a group didn't care for it much because we kind of made one like loop de loop down the snake. The hall. straight hall, yeah. <laughs> And we were like, okay, we're out of here. But it was fun. I mean, but it was like some areas were super packed. Some people had shots outside of their room. People were having a good time for sure. Oh, for sure. But it reminded me of like a college dorm. (laughs) How many college uh, dorms have you found yourself in? Not many. Not many to be honest. A few? No, not really. Okay. But I mean, like. (laughs) Like when you like think of a college dorm and you right. think of like boys, like to me, like a slip and slide <laughs> does not seem like something like a middle aged adult would do. <laughs> they did. Like it. who wants to clean that shit up? I, I, that's what I, because it was such a nice hotel, that's what concerns and me. And then not, not only that. But maybe that, that shows how old we are. Who wants to clean it up and then you're going to fucking be hurting how, the next how, day. How lame are we? We're like, that slip and slide looks fun, but you guys are going to make a mess and you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> Somebody's going to break a leg. And how the hell are we going to Children, clean? children, <laughs> clean this shit up. I uh, mean, like, for real. And, like, I could only, like, imagine. Is it, like, a 40-year-old, like, sitting with his wife? I mean, like, babe, we're going to do a slip and slide. And he's, like, going to Home Depot, like, on a Saturday and yeah. buying, like, a tarp or whatever. I don't know what I would use. probably do that. It's, it sounds like something I would do. It does sound like something you would do, but I I don't know. Like throwing myself onto the ground. Uh huh. I would hurt for three or four days. <laughs> You're so old. I'm not so old, You're but I just lady. I'm not very agile when Children. it comes to athletic abilities. I ain't getting on no slipping slide. I'm gonna I'll throw my hip out. <laughs> <laughs> That's lazy. God, you're so fun to be around. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will fuck like a lot of people in one night, but I sure as hell am not going down a slip. You ain't getting me slide. to jump down on no slip and slide. <laughs> That's where I draw the line. <laughs> all right. Anyway, moving right along, we grabbed up all our friends and said, "Let's go back to our room." Right? We did. Yeah, we did what Dan Dan does. What Dan does and says, "Pull your dick out." Not, not yet. We'll get there. Um, but rounded up our friends and yeah. said, let's go. Let's take this party to our room. Yeah. Um, and so we grabbed Charlotte Couple. Yeah. We grabbed uh, Mike and Daphne. Yeah. And we grabbed. Um, you want to call them by their room I know. Names. I know. C and B. C and B. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and went back to uh, our room. Yeah. And we did what we did uh, at the last party mm-hmm. and broke out the 4R play card game yeah which you link in the show notes right uh, if i didn't last time i will do it this time yeah so um it's really i mean if you partake in a lot of parties so for that i highly suggest it because it's a really good icebreaker um it's kind of like cards against humanity meets sex meet swinger it's very good because it's, it's tailor made yeah. you know like to get they people made it for swingers being naughty, yeah yeah um, and, of course, you know, uh, the Charlotte couple, they didn't play. So we, you know, just like we did with Meg and Ashlyn um, in Nashville a few weeks prior, we let them skip. or You, know, you we could tr- drink. There was an option to drink. Yeah, we tried really play, hard to yeah. be respectful of their right. boundaries. Um, so we played that for a little bit, not terribly long. Right. And then I suggested... The massages. Which I think, you know, this is a, if you guys need a, a, a solid strategy to go from <laughs> sitting in a room drinking awkwardly to playtime, this is, this is, this is Dan's, Dan's, you know, this how is, to get this is years of, <laughs> years of development, right? How to. Are you giving out free advice? How to find and fuck a couple, all right? 
awkward, go from the awkward sitting in a hotel room conversation, break out the 4R play card game. Thank you, Bella. (laughs) You know, play some, talk some, whip your dick out maybe once or twice, (laughs) right? And then suggest the multi-hand massage. Yeah, so we need to add some coconut oil to To our party party bag. bag. Yeah, because we had to use jerrigans. It was not quite the same effect. However, still fun nonetheless. We also didn't have as many people. Right. So it was not as many hands. Yeah. So it was definitely more I mean, don't get me wrong, being rubbed by people is always hot and fun. <laughs> but like in Nashville, what was so hot about it is because you had like twenty hands on you. You didn't know who was touching you where. This time you had like five or six hands. Right. Um still I mean, don't get me wrong. Rub me all day long. That's hot. I'm not going to lie. I'm looking forward to our next swinger experience just for the massages. I know. <laughs> um, uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, not everybody partaked. Some of us did. Some of us didn't. No, yeah. So I think me, you, um, uh, Mike, Daphne, and, that was, and we got uh, B. B to do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. The oh, new no. Com- and, and, uh, oh, he did do it. Yeah, yeah. He did do it. So it was really fun. Right. Um after that, we kind of again transitioned into playtime. Well, um, after that, everybody else left. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Okay, sorry. You jumped. I'm oh, sorry. Just jumped right in there. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about playtime? Everybody left. Everybody ditched us. <laughs> yeah, so it ended up just being us and Mike and Daphne, and we um, we did have fun. It right. was because um, I mean, this is like two o'clock in the morning at this point, right? It is, and we we like like we said in the podcast, like we said earlier, we have known them for years. Like, mm. um, so this is. Obviously, like we've played with them more times than I can count at this point, so um, we always enjoy their company. So it was kind of like a no-brainer yeah. for us. Well, I think you know we're we're kind of I don't know what had happened. It kind of became like to the point. I think I might have been having sex with you or something, and we stopped for a minute. And everybody's like, "Oh, well, I think we're gonna go to bed now." I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. And everybody kind of left, and Mike was like, "But we're fucking right." And I was like, <laughs> "Mike, same page. Me and you, buddy." <laughs> Glad, glad it wasn't just me. Yeah, and so, but it was fun. It was yeah. a good time. Um, yeah, it was pretty hot. Yeah, and the good thing is, um, they are also on OnlyFans. They are, and so we were able to do a little bit of uh, photographing and and yeah, you can find it if you really and, want to you know, find it. Yeah, so um, if you are interested in a more in depth look at what happened there, you can find that on OnlyFans. I've watched it a few times. Yeah, in the privacy of my own be, home. Be honest. Let me be honest. Yeah, be honest. Tell us what you did. What it, that I've watched it? Is that what you want me <laughs> yeah, to say? Yeah, yeah. Well, so if you listen, well, I'll be super honest. If you listen to last week's podcast, you know that I've kind of been struggling about feeling a little left out, and you know, I'm just, I'm just a little insecure. I'm totally in my head. I'm totally having like internal struggles. Everyone around me is wonderful. They are kind. They are respectful. The whole time that Dan was with Daphne, he was, like, telling me he loved me. You know, I mean, he was, I could tell that he was overly trying to make sure I was okay. And I really was, to be honest with you, during the time. I was, like, so into it. I was saying naughty things. You, again, you can you can find those things if you really <laughs> want to hear what I was saying. I mean, it was a really, really hot situation. Um. But, like, the next day, I kind of struggle um, a little bit because I kind of felt a little left out, even though, um, if you can clearly see, I am not left out. <laughs> um, like, that's me just being me. That's just me struggling with anxiety. Me at a, a season of life where I'm just kind of in my head and making situations there that are not really there. Yeah, I think part of it was, you know, there was at one point four guys in the room. And at the end of the night, me and you were like the only ones that ended up really Yeah, because I didn't play with my... And so you kind of yeah. had the like... So I only played with you. Yeah, and, like, yeah. well, does none of the other guys want me? Or, yeah. you know, like you kind of... I think you had some of that going on. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It wasn't... In, I just kind of... And I know that like it really didn't have anything to do with me. Right. You know, I know that. But, mm-hmm. you know, the next morning I was just kind of like, well, crap, you know? Um, Because I kind of feel like a lot of our swinging experiences lately have been like that, where it's just mainly me and you, and then you're off, you know, me and Dan. (laughs) Um, But that being said, I'm okay. Um, I have watched that video more times than I can count at this point in the privacy of my own bedroom with my door locked, if you get my drift. Um, 
It's very, very hot. I was not at all left out. I'm like the star in the video. So it, it, it's me being insecure and mm -hmm. me kind of going through a little bit of a time. Um, and, and, and even Mike has sent like multiple messages since then being like, girl, why didn't I get you or whatever? You know, Mike is just hilarious. If you follow them on TikTok, you know, he has like the best sense of humor. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, it was a really great night. I don't want to take away from that. I, I hope that that doesn't come across. No, that you no, feel no. Like that I, I think, okay. I think people understand where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, because I really, I mean, it was hot as fuck. Yeah. It was super hot. I mean, so much so that I've rewatched it over and over and over again and enjoyed my wand. <laughs> <laughs> um, like the week we weren't together. Um, that's what I mean. So it's very hot. I was in no way left out. I just felt like you said, because all the men kind of like skedaddled and it just ended up being basically like me and Daphne, which is hot. I mean, who the hell can complain about that? She's gorgeous. It was hot. As, I mean, Mike was there, but Mike um, was enjoying his wife as well. Mm -hmm. So it was fun, though. It was a good night. Yeah. Um, so overall, what would you say? Friction. Uh, what was your your opinion of the night? Your opinion of uh, the evening? Um, if you were going to give Friction a pineapple rating, where would you fall at? I don't know what we gave the last ones. I don't remember either. This is an objective. Don't worry about the last ones. Give them an objective oh. rating. I'm going to say that it's really like a seven and a half. But I'm gonna give it an eight strictly for the hotel. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think that's the right zone. An eight, I think, is a good. Yeah, that's probably where I would fall in. At. Yeah, I think it the club, like the party, the people. I think like that falls within a seven and a half. But I think just because that hotel is so damn nice, um, the pool, the hot tub, yeah. the hotel. Even, you know, even the party floor, I mean, it's all nicely done. Uh, yeah, it is very nice. I just, done. I don't know if I if I had a critique. I just wish it was higher energy. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's just people are shy and people were new that were there. I don't know. I don't know. Because if it's young, a younger crowd, you know, like maybe the older swinger crowds are just like, fuck it. And they're yeah. just more willing That's to put true. themselves out there. That's and a this good younger crowd is newer and a little sh shy, more mm -hmm. shy. Yeah. Because there was no like in the ballroom. I think you sucked my dick at one point. I but, did. But I think that was the only dick I saw out the whole night, I think, in the Leave ballroom. Leave it to you. Well, but which I mean is unusual, like at a swinger party. Well, you know, the last time we went, I'm pretty sure I saw that there. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like the last one we went to was much more high energy yeah. than this. I don't know if it's, you know, people are coming back from COVID and they're just, you know, maybe they're getting back into it. I don't, I don't know. The energy know. wasn't what I'm used to at a swinger party for the ballroom club portion. Uh, definitely once you get up to the party floor, they were. <laughs> they, I mean, it's still a good time. They were partying hard up there. Yeah, no. Still uh, a really good time. 100%. Uh, if you, you know, are in an area where there's a friction party, uh, and you definitely sign up, get, get check it out. Um, I they, suggest they, they are unlike any other hotel It's like group. a classier hotel takeover. Right. If you are looking for an upper upscale, nice, sexy people, um, done well, um, that's the party to check out. I highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. um, definitely. Lock them in at, at, at eight pineapples. Yeah, I agree. Um, what else you got? I think that's it. It's for the nation of swingers out there mm -hmm. listening. I think that's it. Don't forget about our um, our event, April 22nd and 23rd. Um, this will be coming out like... Right before that. Right before... No, right before we close the sale. So right. tickets are on sale for that event through April 1st if you want to do the VIP experience. So I think this video will come out like the third... This podcast will come out like the 30th or the 31st. I can't remember. Right. I'm not looking at a calendar. But, so um, go to swingersociety.net, <laughs> sign up for the April Trappies VIP experience, yeah. get your tickets while you can. Yeah, so basically... If there's even still any of that. Yeah, um, basically a two-night stay at a very upscale hotel we took after Friction, and I called around and really worked hard. I guess I kind of did what she did. Yeah, you did. Because I got the same, basically you, the you, same type of hotel. You did, and you had to put yourself out there. I'm a boss-ass bitch. You, you admitted to them who we were. I and, did. Yeah. I was very honest with what we were. I was very professional. I sent them all of our information, and... Um, and assured them that we would treat the hotel as if it was our own. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big deal, babe. I did that. You're a boss-ass bitch. 
<laughs> um, you get two t-shirts, you get two meet and greets, and then you also get a Swinger 101 class taught by Dan and I, which is pretty awesome. Um, this is our first one. It's going to very much mimic our episode four and episode 20 of the podcast. Of course, we're going to you know answer questions and it's going to kind of be like a group discussion so we can take the class wherever um, the, you know, the people in the class want to take it, basically. So, um, also, when people join the lifestyle and they want to go to clubs, they don't know what the hell to do. Mm-hmm. They're like, what do we do? Like, how do we go to a club? What do we wear? Like, do we Uber? Do we drive? Where do we stay? We're here to help you with all of that. Um, right. We're going we're gonna to hold your hand and we're going to walk you through the entire experience we're gonna get on a chat group. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna take you from A to Z um, with the Swing Nation yep. podcast. We're gonna be there when you're checking in at the at the club. We're gonna help you get all your paperwork filled out, get you paid. Um, the the club tickets are separate, mm-hmm. um, so I want to make sure that's clear. Um, but we're gonna be there. We're gonna show you where to put your alcohol, where you put your stuff in a locker, um, where you dance, where the food is, all the things. So you don't have to like worry. You don't have to be nervous. Um, it's a very small group of people that we're doing with this VIP. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there's like 50 of you there. Um, so it's small enough that you can say, hey, Lacey, can you help me? And I'll be right there to help you. So if that's something that you um, are interested in. Definitely sign up on SwingerSociety.net. Dan will link that in the show notes. Come hang out with us. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Anything else? I think that's it. All right. Well, I think with that. In a world full of apples. Be the pineapple. Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, Email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.